0: Jessica Paxton with you, host of All Wheel Drive Weekdays, 3
1: until 7 p.m. here on 95 The One. Morning. Joining us now, we have a couple of uh, studio guests with us today. Um, we have Julie uh, Daniels and Pam Tadona. They are both with uh, Three Links Care Centers here in Northfield. Ladies, thank you so much for coming in today. We appreciate that. Thank
2: you for having us. Yeah.
1: Let's uh, let's talk about uh, Three Links. Well, first of all, you know we're in a pandemic, and uh, it has changed the way the world operates. Everybody around the world is operating differently than they were. Why don't we kind of start off with getting a little background for those that aren't familiar with uh three links and then we'll kind of get into how you've done with the uh with uh, the the pandemic that's going on now three links has been part of northfield for more than a century isn't it
0: yeah um 121 years to be wow. exact so we have been around a long time
1: well you know we have a um Uh, picture in the other room that has, uh, you know, back when it was the Odd Fellows Mm -hmm. home here in Northfield, the evolution of... three links and what they are now uh people probably wouldn't recognize it if they were to fast forward you know 75 years from uh, the early part of last century you offer really just a wide variety of services and um let's talk about uh some of those or give us just kind of a thumbnail sketch of those and we'll uh, get into uh, the services a little bit more
0: sure um I mean we we really have a gamut of senior services we start with adult day services which Mm -hmm. for now is is on hold because of the pandemic and Mm -hmm. because of the restrictions behind um, having large groups together and then it runs from um, from adult day to home care we offer home care independent living apartments Mm -hmm. we have um, several options for that some in uh, northfield and some in lonsdale Uh, rehabilitation rehabilitative therapy in the care center, assisted living, which is um, Millstream Commons right here in downtown Northfield, Mm -hmm. and at the cottages on the campus, um, which also feature memory care, Um, skilled nursing, which is the Three Links Care Center, and um, end-of-life care, which is the reflections area, also on the Three Links campus right here in Northfield. Um, and respite care and mm-hmm. Julie I know can speak to respite care. That's really been a nice service um, for our families
1: Yeah, let's so uh, w- what is respite care? I guess I'm not familiar with that.
0: Uh, a lot of people are not so respite
2: um, It it varies depending on the um, property But like at Millstream Commons you can actually have respite following say a surgery mm-hmm. And you'll get meals and a fully furnished apartment and just someone to check on you um, things like that, and you, you can stay for a week or ten days whatever j- while you 're recovering from a, a surgery and then at like at the care center um, we have our our memory care uh, pathways, and oftentimes the uh, family member will need just a time for themselves to go on vacation or perhaps they are having their own surgery, and their loved one needs someone to watch over them, and they can come to the care center for five ten days weeks whatever they may need and so it just kind of relieves the caregivers a little bit
1: let's talk about how the pandemic has affected you think back just a little over a year ago it's really changed the way we've all done and we mentioned that before but uh it's Right now, I mean, a year ago, it was like right now you have to change everything that you do or change the ways you do everything that you do. And there's been kind of an evolution of, uh, there's been a learning curve for everyone across uh, the country, especially in the senior uh, uh, housing uh, arena, because that has been uh, some of the highest you know the 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 high toll is has come within seniors. Yes. talk a little bit about then and now and what you've learned and how things are operating
2: wow um well it you know we when it first started we it, there was no playbook for this, right, mm-hmm. so we all just kind of came together as a team and really worked very hard to first you know. Priority was to the safety of our residents and then the team members as well. And that was at all of our um, facilities, uh, independent living to the assisted living to the care center. And um, then throughout that, we've kind of learned how to um, navigate this boat called COVID. Mm -hmm. And um, we are now happy to say that looking back, you know, we had some struggles. And there are moments where we learn together and, grow, and we've grown together. And now we're back open where we're having inside visits again. We have outdoor visits um, with the vaccinations, which is wonderful. When someone's fully vaccinated, they can leave the facility, go with their loved ones, go have, you know, Sunday dinner, or go to church and then come back. And they're not quarantined anymore. I mean, it's just it's and there's activities happening all the time and I remember when the activity um calendar went up in February and then it's grown a little bit more. When I saw that first activity calendar I almost started crying. I was so excited that it, we had we are finally here on this side
0: of it. So Right. It really um really is surreal to kind of have those activities back and to feel a little bit of a sense of normal. Um, Certainly you hear about the um, social isolation for the elderly during this time and that was really tough. We did have to implement a lot of things throughout the pandemic that created those connections for people. The virtual visits, the window visits, um, and as we could offer compassionate exception visits for um, families to come in if necessary. And now to kind of go the, the you know to see everything to fruition and then we're encouraging people there there are elderly that are you know socially isolated in their own homes so to really now is a good time to make that move um, back you know into assisted livings and back into independent living so they can be with other people and most people most of our residents are completely vaccinated so that's really been great for us
1: yeah you've all been through some tough times Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i know a lot of people within the healthcare business and with elder care and such and uh the one probably the the th- common thread between all of them is that they're people persons <laughs> they like people and activities and that's why they choose that for uh the you know the way uh the way they choose to make their living and for people uh for the elder the you know the residents that you have within the boy that gets lonely too you can't see the kids or the grandkids or your loved ones and your friends Ooh, i'm glad we're kind of over that hump yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? uh, it, it,
2: and we still offer virtual visits and the outdoor visits and window mm-hmm. visits, um, uh, based on people's comfor- comfort zone too. But um, it really has opened up, and it's so great to see families coming in the door and being able to go to their loved ones' room and hang out and just feel a little bit more normal again. It's just, it, it's really great. It, it was, it's been a, a ride for so many people, and. And, um, and you know, now is a, a great time for people who are wondering what to do. Like mom's at home, you know, she's alone and what can we do to reach out to us and we can help with that. If they're looking to make that move into um, assisted living or long-term care or they just want to have them living not in their own home anymore but in an independent apartment with other seniors where there's activities and interaction and connection, we can help with that now.
1: Yeah, and let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, uh, hopefully the worst of it's over. We talked with uh, the Director of Public Services in Rice County yesterday, Mm -hmm. and she said that 94% Uh, of the senior population 65 and over now fully vaccinated so that that'll change things and kind of help things along Um, one of our employees here has a a mother-in-law who's will be moving shortly into two three lengths but for for those people who have been kind of waiting around for things to happen, are things happening now? Uh, are they you are. open up? Do you have places to, for people to stay? Are there availabilities? Absolutely. Tell I us think, about that.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes uh, the word is that uh, we have this long waiting list, but Um, now is a really good time because we have openings across all of our um, areas and that's what's so exciting about um, Julie Daniels position here is that um, We created a new position where she can really serve as that contact for somebody I don't I don't want to speak for the community But I'm, I'm sure that there are people out there that are wondering what to do with their loved one They're not quite sure um, you know what would be appropriate what are the steps how do I get mom in there is you know is it appropriate for her to to be at a care center in memory care assisted living independent living so you call Julie and and she's kinda of that one-stop shop yeah I am <laughs> and, <laughs> All it, right. and it's really
2: um, interesting um, it's it fills my heart with happiness because I know that when they call, when people call me they don't know and then by the time we get off the phone, they're like, okay, here's the direction, and this is the person you need to talk to next. Um, so, yeah, the, it's, it's a, a great opportunity for me, and it's um, a good starting point for those that don't know where to turn, what questions to even ask sometimes. They don't really know, and I can help guide them through that.
1: Yeah, and that's that's an important role. Congratulations, by oh, the way. You have you. you've been around at three links though for quite some time.
2: Um, uh, about a year and a okay. half. Okay, yes. okay, a
1: little while. Um, let, let's let's talk about some of those services. I mean, somebody comes to you as uh, uh, we talked about before. Pam had mentioned that. We, I know you know a parent or a loved one needs some help, but I don't know what kind it is. How do you help them through that?
2: I ask a. Uh, different questions. A lot of times I ask like, where are they living now? Mm-hmm. What, what even brought you to make this call? Tell me about your loved one. Um, how much care are you giving them? And it's just a matter of all these little questions and just kind of allowing that person to kind of just basically tell me their story. Mm-hmm. And through that I'm able to, you know, determine okay, you, they don't really need to be in a care center. Because they're still able to do things for themselves that, like, manage their own medications, perhaps, or they can do their own blood sugar checks. Well, then maybe um, assisted living, or maybe even independent living, they just want them to be out of their living by themselves and lonely. They want them to be in an apartment where there's other people. So that it's just basically determining what their needs are, um, care level, and and um, memory care and we have so many different options to offer in memory care alone that it that's we have out at villages of lonsdale there's secure memory care there we have um our cottages east and west and cottages on forest on the campus itself and within the care center we have pathways so we have all this memory care opportunities out there and the pandemic has caused a lot of increase in the dementia um types of um, behaviors or um, just the, the disease process itself has kind of escalated, and um, that's a, a big need, and we can help fulfill that. Those are questions I would ask. Is there dementia involved? Or perhaps they just need some other people, and they're still driving even
1: now w- once they, they get into the uh, facility and start living there uh are the you mentioned touched on a little bit uh, one of you about the activities starting to pick mm-hmm. up a little bit in the calendar what are some of the things that uh that they can be doing
0: right um um each area can has their own we employ an activities person or life enrichment director at each location so um that's really their sole job is to um Enrich the lives of the people that we serve. Um, yesterday, for the first time, we had a live performer at the care center. in over a year, the singing cowgirl <laughs> she was great. It <laughs> <laughs> <That's> wonderful. <laughs> just uh, classic. The residents seemed to really enjoy her. So we have performers come in. We have um, we have coffee chats. We have um, just lots of interaction, crafts, hobbies. Um, Just a a real variety of things and it's just great to see. We also have um, a virtual reality. So they put the goggles
2: on and then they're guided through different experiences like Paris and Italy, you, they can be brought right to their home where they grew up on the East Coast, West Coast, wherever it may be. And they really enjoy it. And sometimes they have to have two sessions a day or more because so many people want to participate. They get to <laughs> go places and see mm-hmm. things and they just love it. And And watching them come out with these big smiles on their face, it's just so great. It's just, you know fills your heart up.
1: I know the uh, Minnesota Department of Health, they have uh, guidelines. They've issued guidance for different facilities uh, to, to do that. And has that, everything's all kept up? And tell us about the commitment to that.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah, over the past 12 months, it, it changes so much. Um, so we've really had to adjust and that's almost become a full-time job to adjust to mm-hmm. all the the changing guidelines and regulations. But But um, we actually have at at the care center, we employ um, a nurse that is there their responsibility is really infection prevention and that was even before covid so that was another layer onto onto that job so um definitely that is that is across the board at all of our locations that we are in compliance with all those regulations so
1: all right you know we're just about out of time we could go on for quite a while (laughs) about this but i want to give you the opportunity to say any uh, mention anything that we haven't yet Uh, any final words
0: yeah i have i have two things um one thing is our Uh, reflections end-of-life care center um, which is located um, located at the care center Um, but um, that is an area where people um, can bring in if if they are at the end of their life they can choose a hospice agency they wish to work with and um, we invite um, those residents in residents can have their families interact it's just a wonderful way to to really guide that end-of-life And... uh, and sometimes not a very known service that we offer, but it is there for when people need it. And uh, the other thing is, I I, I um, don't want to fail to mention that the, we have a lot of job opportunities at Three Links. Uh, we are always looking for wonderful personal care assistants um, to apply, so please go to our website, threelinks.org, and see all of our career opportunities. Yes, and then I want to mention that we are Medicare, Medicaid, and
2: Veterans Certified Facility, a five-star, according to us and the medicare.gov which you can go out and check and then if you are interested in getting more information about our living opportunities um, I would welcome you to call me at 507-664-8845 or you can find information on our website again 3
1: all right. Julie, Pam, thank you so much for coming in. We certainly appreciate it. It's good to see that there, the optimism is in the air. Yes. So thank you so much for coming in. We wish you the best of luck in getting through the rest of this pandemic and yes. life back to normal.
2: Yes, thank you. All thank right. you wishing time. you the best, too.
1: Julie Daniels and uh, Pam Tadona, once again, from Three Links here in Northfield. We've got...
2: Real Radio. True Variety. 95.1. The One.